0: If you were perfect, a perfect being, how would you learn or grow? If you were a perfect being, how would you do anything at all? How would you be able to? Would you even have desires? Because if you were perfect, you would have everything, right, you'd have the means for everything, this kind of thing, this is important because, because we, we're going to be talking about imperfection, talking about it a little bit in the, like, episode, episode that I just did, today, on December 16th, I might schedule this one, I don't know, we'll see. But this question of imperfections, truth of imperfection, you might call it a sin. I would call it a sin too if there weren't so many negative connotations uh, created by this word. But if you were perfect, why would you need God in the first place, right? This is, this is kind of where we get into the quasi religious nature of perfection or of imperfection, the point of it. Or not even necessarily the point of it, but the uses of it that we can uh, use to get a little bit clearer about ourselves and the world and ours and others. Because imperfection is not about negativity, it's not about like, oh, I don't have this, and I don't have this, and I seem to make bad decisions, it's really what it's about is understanding that everyone is basically on a somewhat equal footing when it comes to this. so you could say that some people are so imperfect that people would call those people bad or evil or whatever but the amount of imperfection doesn't really matter that's not the point and if you focus on that too long you might get stuck in that and you might go like oh this person is bad and this person is you know this kind of thing and that's not what's what 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 is happening here. Because the thing. That I really come to understand. Is that people. Even people who are doing. So-called bad things. Don't necessarily think that they are bad. Or that they're wrong. They probably think that what they're doing is right. Or correct. Or useful. For themselves. If not no anyone else. Which. Doesn't, doesn't make them evil. It just makes them or imperfect <sighs> but for most people we don't go with like serial killers or rapists or murderers or whatever unless we're like in like third world countries in which case we have bigger problems and so you shouldn't be worrying about this anyways but um <laughs> The imperfection, in this case, really has a lot more to do with the general people that you're around noticing those imperfections. Not in a judgmental way, but just noticing that you and this person both have imperfection, perhaps even similar imperfections. You might get angrier than this person does. This person might drink more than you do. And this might cause more problems for you, this person. The imperfection itself is... It's not wrong, it's not bad, it's just imperfection, that's what the mind is. Because if you understand that, ultimately, what humans are, is our emotional beings, then you understand the imperfection. Because emotions create imperfections within our understandings, within ourselves, within our worldview. This kind of thing, right? And So, like, let's say, to kind of give an extreme example, one grows up with anger, extreme anger anger over Jews for whatever strange reason, right? I'm not saying this is an excuse, by the way. This is not an excuse. This is not saying that you should murder people. This is not saying that you should, you know, gas people, this kind of thing what I'm pointing out is something much more which is the imperfection of people in general and reality in general as well so the anger so let's say that this person has this idea this conspiracy theory that says that like Jews and other immigrants are taking over jobs and this kind of thing right most people might be like, "Well, this is this is probably not true. This is incorrect," but this person believes it because he maybe has been taught this, or he's he's maybe heard this on YouTube or on the radio or whatever. Um, and so he gets angry, and he starts to become you know, racist. He starts becoming xenophobic and and homophobic or whatever it is right you start to a lot of people would start to judge this person right and i'm not saying that this person to should be uh, excused of his behavior or his mindset but we're talking about how imperfect the mind is how imperfect human beings can be and so let's say as a result this person you let's just say this person is Hitler right so he grows up he becomes very angry he becomes very like disillusioned or whatever I'm not saying that this is an excuse or reasoning reasonable response because it isn't right because like I said people are imperfect have imperfect responses imperfect emotions you know, if, if people, if everybody was a perfect being, how would you learn? How would you grow? How would you avoid certain things? You wouldn't need to. You're perfect. You would make the right mistakes automatically. But honestly, you would, you'd would almost come up against this point of like, well, why, why would you even live at this point? Because you're so <clears throat> perfect as you are that you become basically like an, almost like a non-entity it's almost something that you can't even imagine because to live would be almost to be imperfect and you know what i mean by this is like to make an ot- optimal decision what you almost need is infinite time so imagine you have the ability to you know look at Empirical evidence, you know, like, your experiences, your understanding, this kind of thing. Um, and then look around you, see what fits, uh, see what doesn't, see what's correct, see what not and this kind of thing. And eventually over infinity of time, you eventually come up with the answer. The perfect solution, so to speak. But we don't have infinite time. Reality is constantly changing around us, which means we're going to be making imperfect decisions, imperfect knowledge. And that's going to and and that's going to cause us to make imperfect mistakes and, and imperfect rationalities and imperfect responses to things. And so, this could create like, a psychopath. This could create a, a con artist. This could pre- create somebody who is narcissistic, manipulative, whatever it is. Not because they're legitimately evil. I honestly don't believe that evil exists in this like absolute sense of like pure evil. I think it has more to do with imperfection than anything. Imperfect knowledge, imperfect time, this kind of thing. But this person might be those things. But he isn't those things because he's evil, but because he is imperfect. He grew up imperfectly. He understood things imperfectly, this kind of thing. And honestly, this has a very deep, impactful significance if you look at this deeply enough. Because if you look at it from like a surface level way, your first thoughts might be like, well, I wish this this was perfect. I wish that I was perfect. I'm, I'm such a failure. I'm such a loser. This person is such a bad person for being imperfect. This kind of thing, right? It's all about the self. It's all about what self wants. Because you're imperfect. This is what the imperfect self is. But if you attempt to look deeper. Uh, more objectively you might say. You might start realizing. That. By understanding this. You can start to understand. Others. Have compassion for others yourself. And you can do that by like kind of imagining that person's life story, imagining why this person might have made this imperfect choice, this kind of thing. I'm not saying this imagination, this, this imaginary story is going to be correct completely, but it's going to give you a a sort of feeling about of, of, of what this is going to look like. And you can do this for your own life as well you must be and and so this will help you to understand that imperfection is not is can actually help you to become more compassionate for yourself and others and it's something that we have an allergy to our mind seems to be allergic to actually seeing this and I think there's a couple of reasons for this, but this precise understanding is something that the mind doesn't seem to want to see because, well, to see this is to literally bring in uncertainty into things. Because if you're if you are so imperfect, your knowledge is going to be imperfect, and so you must question your knowledge, question what you think you know, question what you think you saw, that kind of thing. And this doesn't mean you have to doubt every single thing, but there are going to be times where you're going to have imperfect knowledge, and imperfect understanding, this kind of thing. Which is not something that we notice ourselves. This is not something that we can honestly contemplate. A lot of us are unwilling to or unable to see this. honestly it's not something that it's something that i noticed when you know like you watch television shows you watch like a, a perfect person who seems very intelligent like he's making all these decisions and it turns out right every single time and like the example that i think of is uh you know like a Like Spencer Reed from Criminal Minds, like you, you, there's so much intelligence and there's so much information that you don't see any like mistakes or anything, right? But that's not how reality works. That's not how the mind works. I'm sure there's mistakes, not even wrong, but I'm not. But but the majority of the time, it seems like you're just like perfectly doing this right and this kind of thing. It's not like that, obviously, but it looks that way a lot of times. And as you look at that and you and you realize like oh god this is kind of like giving you this illusion that the world is more perfect than it is your your knowledge is more perfect than it is not actually you perfect but more correct you're and so you're not taking into account imperfection you know, because taking into account imperfection will create uncertainty, create more of a questioning mindset, honestly, it makes you more critical, and this is something, not critical as in judgmental, but critical as in, like, you become more willing to become, to, you become more willing to question your original assumptions, the, the original assumptions of others, and Things like this. This is not something that people are necessarily born with. You know, for the longest time, it was not like this. Um, something that had to, like, create. Like, you might, you see. And so, like, you might see, like, my podcast and this stuff as well. And you might see, like, a lot of this. like, And so, you might get this, like, illusion that, like, what I'm doing here. Is something that I've always done. I was always this way. But it wasn't always like this. And honestly this was not something that I was able to do. This is something that I was never really doing until. Probably. Honestly I would probably say two or three years. Successfully at least. (laughs) Because of the nature of the imperfect mind but if you go even deeper beyond the noticing the imperfection and notice and and becoming help and in that helping you to notice and become more compassionate to yourself and others because of this it also helps you understand that the knowledge that you're gaining in life is going to be imperfect and so you are going to have to question you're going to have to periodically go back and go is this actually true and unlearn things that you thought you learned and this kind of thing because the truth is is that despite what people think objectivity objectivity is not something that is easy to do or even perhaps even possible for a single person to achieve and so i I think of like for example like the media right people say the media is objective i mean some people don't right (laughs) we can get into that as well but like we have this illusion that like the medium must be objective, and so it has to be objective, right? But because, but but the but the problem is we're not taking into account the truth about the truth the of the matter that humans are imperfect beings, right? Truthfully, the humans are emotional beings, and so the emotions of humans are influencing their knowledge influencing their decision-making processes which is making imperfect knowledge imperfect objectivity you could call it which is helping you to realize this this point about knowledge that it, it it's not as certain as you may think it is. when I even look back to science um, and, and people who were scientific, they believed some very interesting things. you know I, the, the example that I think of is where, I can't remember who it was exactly what the time was. I think it was the 1800s, but there was a doctor who found that before doing surgeries if you're doing like post-mortem work um, and then you do a surgery right after it causes more deaths because you're not washing your hands and this kind of thing that kind of information was seen as unscientific because of like you know, you're more high born and so you you don't need to wash your hands and this kind of thing and so the person who realized this and told the world this was institutionalized not because he was insane but because the world was not willing to accept the fact that they were imperfect and that they weren't as good at this as they thought they were this kind of thing and so yes I look even at like science and scientific stuff and I realize this like Einstein believed things that we find are not true nowadays um there's this thing in quantum physics they call local realism, something Einstein was, what thought was possible and definite. Um, and he thought this because he didn't want to believe that quantum physics was as uncertain as it seemed. And so he created this idea of local realism. I think it was with others as well. They're involved with this and they find out that this was just not true. Local realism was something that was accepted. By certain people. Like Einstein. And you think of Einstein as like a. A genius type scientist. And so you realize like this is not. Something that just applies to. Like laymen like you and me. But just regular scientists as well. It does not mean science is incorrect. It just means that science can be influenced imperfectly by beings because of emotions, this kind of thing. And scientists themselves are also imperfect. And so can have imperfect knowledge and understanding, even based on their own, even based on this the the studies and the information that they have come up with themselves. You imagine it this way, right? Imagine that you are a scientist and you've been working up this theory for, let's say, 50 years, right? You're now in your 70s and you've been doing this your entire career and then somebody younger than you finds out that what your your entire theory was a completely incorrect because of this, 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 you know, this kind of thing. Are you going to admit this? Probably not because it would jeopardize... Your career would jeopardize jeopardize what you've already learned. And so you're going to resist this possibility. You're going to resist this because it goes against your knowledge. Because of emotions, because of self bias, this kind of thing. (laughs) This is how the mind works. And this is why, like, you you have to really be willing to go, is this actually true? This doesn't mean you have to doubt every single thing, every single time, every single day, every single second of every single day. But it just means that if you notice an inconsistency, even if you think that inconsistency is incorrect, you have to sometimes question, you go, like, is this true? This inconsistency seems to be here, why is this does this mean that what I thought was incorrect? Because you have imperfect knowledge and reality is changing around you, which, which makes it even which which is why imperfection is a thing. Honestly, okay. <laughs> change creates imperfection. And so the the sin it, the idea of sin to me it comes back to imperfection you could use the word sin the, the the problem the only reason why I don't use the word sin is because the word sin on it honestly has these like negative connotations like oh you must be punished for having these sins and this this kind of thing but what i really come to understand is that imperfections are not sins in this way of like oh you are you did something evil you horrible person you you just did something imperfectly because you're an imperfect being because you're human attempting to be what you are and that's going to come with false starts and steps and this kind of thing and so, like, which of us could actually cast the first stone? I think this is something that a lot of really extreme religious people forget. Like, Christian people especially. They get stuck in all this stuff. Like, oh, gay people are wrong. And these people are wrong. And these people are wrong. They should be punished. And they should be punished. It's like, I get it. But, like, if you look to actual what Jesus actually said you realize that this is not what Jesus taught at all and I understand why you're saying this because you're also an imperfect being but this is exactly why you have to sometimes correct and re-correct your knowledge your perspective because you know the 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 one the mo- one passage in the Bible I forget where it was exactly that really hits me is where they were there was a there was a group of people who had found this woman doing some kind of sin I don't know she was a prostitute or something I can't remember but they were saying that this person was a sinner that you know like we should you do kill her and they do this thing to her because she was an evil sinner or whatever right. And so, like I said, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. I can't remember exactly where it was, and I might have misread it. Honestly, as possible, but you know, Jesus being the you know, perfect being that Jesus was, right? If you believe in Jesus and you believe in this perfect being ideology, says, well, that though the person who, here who was without sin, themselves, can cast the first stone, and so, like, he waited, and he like, stooped down, and wrote something on the ground, or whatever, and waited, and the people just eventually, started leaving, and leaving, and leaving, until only the person, only the woman was left, and, he, he looked up, and he's like, Did they not persecute you or whatever? Um, And so yeah, that like that that story was really what caught me, and I was like, huh, that's not something that you hear in a lot of religious circles. And I understand why, and we're imperfect. That's going to be the imperfect response. And so he who is without imperfections can cast the first judgment shall do so. If you are without any imperfections, you can cast the first judgment. It really does make you. Even it puts us all on an even footing more than anything else does we can all disagree about like religion and atheism and this kind of thing we can all disagree about like what to do in life and why we can all just have disagreements about like this is right and this is wrong but at the end of the day the truth about imperfection puts us all on an even footing. But we don't realize it. And it really makes. Us lose sight of. What actually is. True about ourselves. In the world. And it's something that. Is, is definitely happening more and more often. I think it's. Something that we really need to learn to acknowledge. Because we haven't learned to acknowledge this. It's actually. It's actually created Less compassion for people who are different from you <clears throat> despite the fact that you are in that way the same as the other person imperfect right oh but they're more imperfect you know they're, they're more imperfect they're, they have more problems like it doesn't matter the point is, is that you're imperfect calling another person imperfect it's the the pot calling the kettle black right the person who is imperfect is calling another person who is imperfect imperfect it doesn't really help you it doesn't really help the other person to, and it doesn't really help them to see their imperfections it doesn't really help them to gain compassion for themselves and others and there's other elements I think that can do this as well um, I've talked about some of those as well you know, like non-violent communication, this kind of thing but like the imperfection element to me is probably the simpler one because it helps you to understand things you know once we start to kind of add the less and more imperfection or less and more sin thing honestly we start losing sight of the fact that we're the same way and so like everybody else is the sinner everyone else is the problem everybody else is wrong this kind of thing when really the truth is is that we're all wrong in different ways and and not necessarily equally wrong but wrong in different ways imperfect in different ways It helps us to have a completely different perspective and understanding about ourselves and others. If we dare, (laughs) if we dare to have that perspective and that knowledge change. But, if you don't, I understand because you're also an imperfect being. So, this is what it is. Anyways. I hope you guys are doing well. And I'll talk to you in the next recording for the next episode.